Hi, this is Becky. And this is Rachel. This is Chardonnay and DNA from Blanket Fort Studios. <laughs> Blanket Fort Unite. Yep, Blanket Fort Studio Pittsburgh and Blanket Studio. Um, I won't get. I won't specifically say your town because it's a lot smaller. Yeah, you'll just say Westmoreland County. That's it. That's the thing. Yeah. Both of which are on shutdown orders until April. April uh, Infinity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, you know, April's going to be just as long as March was, uh, yep. you know, which was, like, a whole fucking decade. Yeah, it so. was, uh, longer, it felt longer than January, which is usually not the case. No, no, it was interesting. But yeah, in our, in our Blanket Fort Studios, they're pretty good. Yeah, currently my, so my head is acting as, like, a, as, like, a tent pole thing. And then yep. um, it's the edges of my blanket are pinned to my bulletin board. <laughs> yeah, which is perfect. It's Mine great. is wrapped around a TV. <laughs> and then I have like a pole because I'm in my office at my desk. So like you have a I have pole a weird... in your office? Yeah. Stripper Listen, pole? There's just... No, I... yeah, that'd be cool. But no, that would be kind of cool. <laughs> it's like an extra bit of metal from the gate for the dogs. <laughs> So that's holding another end up. And then behind me, I have a two by four in a chair. That's oh my like God. Acting as the I told you it's an elaborate setup. It really and, is. Uh, Mine is just tax and a blanket. <laughs> well, when you asked me what I meant earlier, when I was like, I have a two by four behind me, I thought you didn't know what a two by four was. And I was like, it's a bit of wood. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. And I'm like, I know what a goddamn two by four is. But although that's fair, that's fair to think I didn't. It is. Just like, it, it's just a bit of wood. That's all. I know you Sorry. said that and I was like yeah I'm not that and then I'm like what kind of person does she think I am that I don't know I don't no. know what that is but just, it's okay I heard, fair enough I heard what do you mean at the wrong the wrong time and that's why I assumed that it's not you're like, not a reflection of your character it's a reflection of, of yours how I, yeah, how I interpret things so um, well I was gonna text you like immediately when I woke up today because I had a dream featuring Rachel Delvenko. Oh, fuck. I know. Um, and it made me oh, very, God. very thankful that I'm an adult because you know what this dream was about? Oh, God. What? It was about gym class in high school or like middle school, maybe. What? Yes. We were in gym class. Okay. But were we smaller versions of ourselves or did we look the same? Nope. We looked the same. Creepy. Okay. Yeah. So um, I don't know what... I don't know how I got here in the dream, but like for some reason I had not been in gym class for a while, probably because, you know, I'm almost 30 and I didn't, I didn't, I was asking you for some reason. I was like, well, what do we have to wear for gym? Like what? Because I remember, and, and then you told me, you said just like, just like athletic shorts and whatever t-shirt you want. And I was like, oh wow. They used to be like way more strict about this. Oh my god. And you're like you're yeah, like, that yeah. That's fine. You're like, yeah, it's fine. Like just whatever shirt you want. And I was like, holy shit, we used to have to like wear like a school shirt. And then I woke really? up. Yeah, I was so stupid. <sighs> and then um and then I woke up and I was like, I'm so fucking happy. Like we might be in this global pandemic, but at least we don't have to go to gym class. Yeah, so I have two funny things related to that. Oh God, who doesn't have like an embarrassing slash traumatizing slash funny gym yeah. memory? Yeah, go ahead. Um, so I almost failed senior year because of gym. Dude, that would have been me for sure. Well, I missed 96 days of school. Oh, is this when you had your um your <laughs> accident thing? Well, no. So I had my accident when I was 15 and okay. I was homeschooled for a whole year. My senior year, I missed 96 days of school because I was homeschooled and then I went back to school for my senior year, like physical school. And I was still having a bunch of health problems. uh, And I also just fucking hated school. So I didn't go. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And almost failed. All my other classes were like, yeah, no problem. It's medical. You know, you're not going to lose any points on assignments, blah, blah, blah. But gym. Gym class was like, "Mm, nope, guess what, bitch? You have to stay after school and you have to fucking do it. And I was like, are you kidding me? So I have to stay after school. I had to stay after school for like weeks. Oh my God, like what did they make you do? Walk the track. 
for fuck's I was sake. Like, I can exercise at home. This is horse shit. Yeah. So like I almost failed because of gym and like lost my shit on the teacher. It was a bad situation. <laughs> oh my God. They could have at least given you something cool to do. Like you can go bowling or something and get your hours. Yeah. Like at least nope. something like, <clears throat> wow. I had to be at school. And all I could do after school was walk the track. I couldn't lift weights. I had broke my back. Like, <laughs> so yeah, Christ. it was a, it was a good time. Um, but yeah, I almost failed. And then uh, the other thing, I mean, I guess these aren't, I mean, I think they're funny now. Because, but not like, then. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fuck that. But <laughs> I have a, a recurring nightmare of going back to school. Uh, back to high school because high school was not a good time for me uh, ditto um, yeah so I have a recurring nightmare and the whole time I'm like crying in school I'm like I have a master's degree I graduated and they just keep saying like nope you didn't graduate none of that was real and I'm like sobbing in the dream like I can't do this I oh can't my back. god that would be terrifying yeah. and then I wake up crying every time <laughs> oh my god that would be that would that's kind of how I felt when I woke up like I wasn't it wasn't like emotional but you know when you're having a dream and like whatever's happening in the dream like just sucks and then you yeah. wake up and I always just feel I'm like thank god I'm like thank god that wasn't real yeah like, I'm was, always so grateful for my life like when I it's wake really up. hard for me to shake that feeling of that it wasn't real yeah yeah uh, uh -huh. a lot of dreams like I have very vivid dreams so like yeah. sometimes I'll wake up and I'm like am I still am I good? Am I in it? Like what's going on? Um, so that's one of them. And like every time, like I'll be like, I'll be at work or something. And they'll be like, we found out you didn't really graduate high school and you have to go back and take it. And then I'm, I'm like enrolled and I'm just literally sobbing. Like I, I went to college. This is <laughs> like the whole time. It's horrible. Um, yeah. So. They would get a big fat, absolutely fucking not. I'm good. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, yeah. And the, especially like gym class, like that that has like ruined so much for me. Like I I am so traumatized by things from gym class. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like I hate like I don't like competitive sports like at all, which oh. really sucks for my relationship because I do like basketball. Like I, I enjoy like shooting hoops and stuff. But then when my fiance wants to play, you know, like a more like a you know a game like a game involving numbers or whatever like I just feel like I'm in gym class oh like see, I, I mean like uh, I'm very competitive in general um so like I don't like most of my bad high school memories are not about gym just that last year most of mine are just like the entire experience oh it's a it's a terrible <laughs> terrible time I mean I had shitty yeah. friends like yep it was really hard for me to make like friends that didn't suck See, I had really good friends, but it was just, it was a hard time for me. So, yeah. Yeah, man. So, yeah. But, I like. I feel bad for the kids now. For real. And, like, it does, like, life can be super shitty and, like, we're in an epidemic right now and that blows. But, like, we're in our own houses, you know? We're not, like, mm -hmm. living with our parents, which I love my parents, but, like. I'm just gonna leave it at that. We're not. Yeah. We're not. Yeah. We have like our own places. Like we don't have to do that bullshit. I made a blanket yeah. fort today, so I'm still a yeah. child. I'm still a child in my blanket fort where yep. my neighbors can see through my uh, curtainless window. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I just thought I'd share that with you. We're not in gym class. Yeah. Which is pretty yeah. dope. That's pretty amazing. Um. I I was really expecting something horrific, like honestly something like apocalyptic in your dream involving me, and I was like, well, that's that's par for the course of my life, so why not? Uh, nope. And I, <laughs> this is kind of funny. I do remember in the dream though, we were talking about like whatever we had to wear for gym, and I remember you like saying something like, I just like can't fit my tits in this shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was the worst laugh to ever do. <laughs> I just remember you being like, I think you, you, you know what I think happened? I think you, your, your tits like ripped your shirt open. Like <laughs> it hulked out, it hulked out of the shirt. Yeah, no, seriously, something like that happened. I was like, Jesus Christ. Oh my, well, you know, that's an everyday struggle for me. So <laughs> it, like, yeah, like they were literally like, what if you would split like your pants from them being too small, except this oh was your God. shirt. That's amazing. And I was I'm like, actually stunned you weren't you were more like just annoyed by it but you you were proud I would say <laughs> good I mean I think back then I would have been proud because I didn't know 
how bad it would get. <laughs> yeah, right. Like you're just like, oh, boobs, yay. Yeah, like, oh, I have boobs. And now I'm like, fuck these. Give me the ones that I can buy cute bras for and don't hurt my back all the time. I mean, yeah, I can't <sighs> I can't relate at all with that part. So uh just be glad. I'll just be listen. Glad. Yep. Yep. It's not a good time. No good times. But I did not have big boobs in high school, so I did not have that experience. Oh, you didn't? No, I did not. Oh. I did not. Huh. I don't know what happened. They just took on a new life. They just sprouted. I don't know. At what age did they sprout to the glorious beings they are today? Uh, I mean, I guess it would have started in, like, college. Yeah. So, like, I obviously stopped growing in height because I'm a nugget, but, like, they didn't stop growing <laughs> for whatever reason. Like, so. the, the inches that were supposed to be given to, like, your... Your vertical fifteen or whatever was in my in your tits. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I hear that stuff. Like, um, I remember when I was probably like maybe sixteen or something. I think I was reading in some magazine, uh, like back when you read magazines, um, that Miley Cyrus. She was like, "Yeah, I didn't I, like. I'm I'm nineteen now, and I'm like literally just starting to get boobs." And I was so hopeful. I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> I was like, oh, I still have a few. I still have a few years. Nope, never got them. Never got any tits. I got an ass. That's for damn sure. But uh, nope, that is still fantastic. Boobs just didn't happen for me. So eh, that's okay. It's all right. Yeah. Different body types. No problem. I didn't rip. I didn't rip any shirts. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. Like, that's a thing. I mean, it can happen if it's too tight and you just bend the wrong way. You can hulk out of that bitch. Hey, so. I've never had it split down the middle, though. That's pretty funny. That's, like, what it was. It was so... That's like something out of a shitty porno. It, right. It was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It was so funny. Um, speaking of shitty pornos, ever since what? we mentioned Koshi.com... Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, ever since we mentioned that, my Facebook... Has been filled with ads, but it's for the actual bidet, thank God, and not for Tushy.com. Wait, can we just talk about, like, so, full disclosure, Rachel did just tell me that, and then she's like, damn yeah. it, I should have said that for the podcast, but I thought, but my reaction was, ew, because I thought, <laughs> I thought she meant that she was getting ads for the porn site, and I'm like, ugh, they, like, no. they, can they do that? Like, that doesn't seem right. No, nope, it's, uh, it's ads for the bidet, so the bidet is real. <laughs> Um, and it is called a tushy. And um, Rachel and is getting getting ads for it. I am now. So um, I don't know how. because I Maybe because someone typed it in. But still, it was the wrong website. I don't know. Either way. Or the toilet paper talk is what brought it up. It, it is what it is. Yeah, could have been. Or, you know, they're listening. So Right. My FBI agent is probably just like, what are you doing? Probably. When I'm just like back and forth between the same three tabs over and over again like something's gonna change <laughs> <laughs> oh that's hilarious well do you have any corrections from last week or anything yes i do except i threw my fucking phone give me one second. oh wait i i have that text that you sent me i can pull it up on my computer oh okay I just have to find the text to you okay um oh nope i don't because it didn't update anyway my friend lorna she's one of my favorite people um, is, a, is a nurse and she's a big fan of the show thank um, you she, for being a nurse yes. thank you and she sent us a correction about uh i had said that when people pass away their hair and their nails still grow um she had said that that's not the case what happens is the body dehydrates um and so it appears that the skin and the na- like the hair and the nails are growing but what's really happening is the skin is retracting and gives it a longer look she is a wealth of knowledge about that kind of cool shit. And then she also told me that there is a liver disease that you have to tell an embalmer about. Because if you don't and they embalm you, it can turn your skin like blue or green or something. That was trippy. Yeah, yeah. So, But like the hair cool. and nails thing, like, so it's really kind of just like an illusion. Yeah, yep. So it's not actually growing. It's just your skin retracting from those things and giving them a longer appearance. Got it. Okay. So that was cool. I was I was really appreciative of that because I didn't know if that was true or not. It's just like one of those wives tales that you're all told, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it kind of makes sense why someone might think that. Yeah, because in appearance. That they are. Yeah. Yep. 
So thanks, Lorna. Appreciate it. So wait, what does that mean for hair though? Like what's, so like your, your scalp? Is... Yeah, like it still retracts, like the skin on your scalp retracts from the root of the hair. Trippy. You know, like, I mean, I'm sure not the root because the roots would hold it in, but like it goes down further, you know, so it seems like your hair pops out more. Okay, got it. Yeah, really, really cool. I don't know. That is cool. So thanks. Appreciate yeah. it. That's the kind of shit we want. So, and if, if you know, if you have any liver diseases, if you, uh, if you know what we're talking about, yeah. If you live with any of those things, just know that, you know, you might glow in the dark one day. Yeah, for real. I just, I want to know what it is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna end up Googling it, but I didn't before this. Oh, you know what's funny, actually? That just reminded me. I was listening to, I think it was my favorite murder podcast, and they were talking about, oh, shoot. I've been listening to a lot of like true crime stuff, so it's blending together. So I forget who they were talking about, but they said this one, I think it was the killer they were referencing, his skin, like, as he was dying, like, his skin was turning green. Ah! Because of because of the liver. The really? Liver I, I'll have to, it was a recent one that I listened to. I'll have to see who that was about. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. Huh. So, you can tell me a story today? Yes, I am. Yeah, I'm and excited. Actually, similarly, this was from an episode of My Favorite Murder that I listened to. It's not, they, they were just kind of covering like strange cases, kind of like missing person cases. Um, so okay. it's not a murder, but it's very interesting. And of course involves our best friend, DNA. If you would have seen my face when you were like, it's not a murder. <laughs> it just felt like, oh. <laughs> uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> a murder <laughs> sorry to disappoint you friend that's okay i'm excited it's a really cool story though very very weird and really fits in and i think well i'll talk about that later but anyway let me start at the beginning okay. so i this is the case of bobby dunbar i got have you heard this one reach no okay i got my information from wikipedia and from an all that's interesting article by katie serena and of course, we'll post those links in the show notes. So Robert Clarence, or Bobby Dunbar, was the first son born to Lessie and Percy Dunbar of Opelousas, Louisiana. I'm probably butchering that, but it's spelled O-P-E-L-O-U-S-A-S, and that's Louisiana. Uh, he was born in April of 1908, and then when he was four, his family, on August 23rd, 1912, it took a fishing trip to nearby Swayze Lake in St. Landry Parish, Louisiana. And unfortunately, while they were on that trip, uh, <gasps> what? I think I Do know, you know this it? case. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. I was like, I, I thought maybe your computer shut off or something. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just, it's like, as you're saying things, I'm like, nope. I, it's yeah, ringing a bell. Well, and also if your computer shut off, I wouldn't be able to hear you. So uh, yeah. Yeah. Very true. Anyways. <laughs> Um, so yes, during that trip, Bobby disappeared. And the local police and even the state police later, they did a manhunt for him. They even went so far as dissecting alligators to try to figure out if, you know, if he was eaten by an alligator. Oh. And they threw dynamite into the lake uh, with the <gasps> hope that, I know, with the hope that it would it would inject any remains from the water. Oh, God. I feel Can like that's imagine? not common practice now, but, you know... In 1912, they were like, fuck it. <laughs> Let's just throw this quarter stick in and see what we can dig up. Right? That, I, wow. I, as a child who used to throw uh, M80s into ponds, I feel um, very sad about this. <laughs> and as a child that used to, like, you know, swim in lakes, I feel scared. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, okay, all right. So, but nothing came up except no probably fish uh, yeah probably a lot of water life but yeah nothing yeah. nothing turned up in the form of you know the the dunbar boy's body so okay. that search lasted eight months and then authorities ended up locating uh william cantwell walters he was a traveling handyman and he specialized in tuning and repair of pianos and organs that's not really relevant so i don't know why i included that but anyways kind of cool what what a job. Right? Okay. Like, what a specialization. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, a different world back then. So Walter had been traveling through Mississippi with a boy who matched the description of Bobby Dunbar. Um, but Walters claimed that he was actually Charles Bruce Anderson, the, the little boy that is, and generally they referred to him as Bruce, and that Bruce was the son of a woman who worked for his family. Some sources say the child's father was Walter's brother. Okay. I found that in the in the article by, uh, what's her name? Katie Serena, I think. Yeah. Okay. I found that in that article. It said that it the guy that was driving the truck, the handyman, was like the boy's uncle, essentially. But that's not verified in other sources that I saw. So I'm not sure, you know, had the accuracy of that. And he said, so William Cantwell Walter said that the boy's mother was named Julia Anderson and that she had willingly granted him custody of little Bruce. You okay. with me so far? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, nonetheless, Walters was arrested and authorities sent for the Dunbars to come to Mississippi to try to identify the boy. Uh, newspaper accounts differ with regard to the initial reaction between the boy and Lessie Dunbar. I think this is really interesting. So, they say that these accounts are likely fictional, the ones that claim that the boy did recognize Lessie as his mother. They hugged. He was calling her mother, but... A lot of the sources I saw said that those were likely fictional accounts and that really, really they believe that Lessie Dunbar actually said like she wasn't sure if that was really Bobby. So it's like Changeling. It, yes. Yes, it is. Yep. That which is a phenomenal movie. Mm -hmm. um, okay. All right. So, yeah, there's contradicting statements. And, of course, back then there was no, they didn't record things like we do now. So we don't really know right. what the internet was but they're pretty sure that Lessie was like I don't know if this is my kid so other newspaper accounts quote that the Dunbars initially stated doubts to the boy's identity and there were similar contradictions in newspaper accounts of the boy's first sighting of the Dunbar's youngest son Alonzo with one newspaper claiming and it says once again this is likely fiction that the boy recognized Alonzo instantly and that he called him by name and kissed him. Another hmm. account, though, says that the boy showed no sign of recognizing Alonzo, which is the one I tend to believe. Right, yeah. Well, I mean, what's going to make for better media? Like the That's heartwarming right. story or the they don't actually know this kid, you know? Yeah. Also, if I don't know, it, this little boy is probably so confused. And if he maybe sees a little kid that's younger than him. Yeah. He might, you know, kids are affectionate. I, I don't know. I just, that's a load of bullshit to me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So the next day after bathing the boy, Leslie Dunbar said she positively identified his moles and scars and was then certain that he was her son. The boy returned to Opelousas with the Dunbars to parade with much fanfare celebrating the homecoming. What year is this again? 1912. That's why fanfare was used. Okay. Sorry, sure. I just, the, the word, I was like, what a great word to use. Yeah, and that's never, I clearly just like copied that line because yeah. that's not a, that's not what I would normally say. Right, well, no, and I just like, I can actually like visualize someone writing that. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. and so basically, you know, they're just giving this kid a big party because they're so yeah. happy that he's home. So shortly after that, uh, Julia Anderson, the mother in North Carolina, the mother of Bruce, arrived to support Walter's contention, uh, Walter's being the man, the handyman who had, who he thought was, who he was under the impression was Bruce, or at least he, that's what he said. Anderson, Bruce's mother, came to support Walter's contention that the boy was her son, Bruce. Anderson was unmarried and worked as a field hand for the Walter's family. And that is, like, so sad to me because no one's going to believe her, you know? Right. Yeah. Her status is what's going to yeah, be like the she, downfall of that. That's right. So she said that she had allowed Walter's to take her son for only what was supposed to be a two-day trip, visiting one of Walter's relatives. She further asserted that she had not consented for Walter's to take her son for more than a few days. So automatically, like, that's a big red flag to me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So you have... <laughs> You have a, another mother whose son has gone missing, essentially. Yes. And where was the, I mean, did she report that? Well, I think, I think that's why she went to North Carolina to 
or no, you mean I'm no, sorry, Louisiana. Louisiana from North Carolina. I think that's why she went to try to get him back. Yeah, I just meant like, did she, did the cops there do anything to help her because she was a, a field hand? You know what sure. I mean? Like, again, her status fucked her. Yeah. You know? While this other family that was, are they wealthy? Did they say they were wealthier or like middle I class get, or anything? I get the impression that they are wealthier and that they're just like this kind of nuclear family, you know, like married, married right. parents. So definitely not. I mean, this, this is an unmarried mother uh, who is working, you know, she's working, not a husband right. working to support her and the kid, you know. So it's just not what people deemed as appropriate or whatever. Right. Okay. All right. So according to the newspapers, Anderson was basically given like a lineup of five different little boys who were about the same approximate age as her son, Bruce, including the boy who had been claimed by the Dunbars. So when the boy was, when that boy was presented, he gave no indication that he recognized her. She asked whether he was the boy they, that the Dunbars claimed but was not given an answer. And finally she declared that she wasn't sure if that was her son. And what's weird about that is that why are you asking if that was the boy when it's your son, you know? Yeah. How (laughs) my brain is having a really, how do you not know who your fucking kid is? Yeah. Yeah, Like I can't, I cannot wrap my head around that. Like, how do you not know that that you look at your kid every day and you Um, kind of like, birthed him like i don't know yeah like i just don't it's not like at that age they all look like potatoes they have different defining features absolutely and i mean it's so weird it's very very strange yeah okay because like okay my cat especially colby the one that i've had for a god like eight years i have memorized everything about him like yeah if if I if he got lost, God forbid, and I found another orange cat, I know the the fl- the color flecks in his eyes. I know his little like moles and and then with your kid, like don't I don't know, yeah. don't you think? And then when she's saying so this, this is like when you know they announced at the supermarket a phone was found. Please come to the desk if you lost one, and they make yeah. you describe it. Yeah. Because how often do people accurately describe their phone? This is a child, though. right? But then she, so they show him a phone, right? And they're yeah. And then the person's like, "Oh, well, is this the one that you found? Well, why are you asking? Yeah, is this did you lose this? Is it yours or not? You know what I mean? Right. Hmm. Okay. Very yeah. strange. Weird. Yeah, and I, I think it's, and I also think a four year old would, and who knows, like what's accurate and what's not in this in the story a four-year-old would know his mom i would think yeah and you think at that age they like even if it wasn't a great home life at that age you're still you're so young that that's still your mom you know and you're looking like, for something familiar and all this yeah that's that's what i mean like because i could see someone counteracting like saying well maybe he didn't have a good home life blah 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 you know this isn't a child that can oh that's old enough to make that kind of decision in their brain and even if it wasn't necessarily like a positive reaction, even if he responded yeah. like with fear of his mom, it still would have been something. It still would have been some recognition. So at the end of kind of that lineup, so so to speak, she, Anderson, she ultimately says like she's she's not sure if that's her kid. Upon seeing the boy the next day when she was allowed to undress him, which for God's sake, like this kid's naked in front of people that he's not even sure if he knows, like left and yeah. right. After when she was allowed to undress him, she indicated uh, more certainty that the boy was her son, Bruce. But word at that point, word had already spread about her failure to positively identify him on the first attempt, which I mean, fair. So this combined with the fact that newspapers question her morals, having had three children, the other two, oh, this is awful. And the other two kids at that point were, had died. Oh, yeah. So the fact that she had three children, quote unquote, out of wedlock, that led to her claims being ignored. With no money to sustain a long court battle, Anderson returned to North Carolina. She later returned to Louisiana for Walter's kidnapping trial to attest his innocence and push for the court to determine the boy was hers. So at the trial, she became acquainted with the residents of Poplarville, Mississippi, 
many of whom had also supported Walter's innocence. Okay. So she kind of gets to Poplarville and it's like, oh, these people actually like believe me and like kind yeah. of are legitimizing my, you know, my arguments and my complaints that this is my kid. And then uh, Walter's and the boy had also, you know, before had spent a lot of time in Poplarville during their travels and the community there had come to know them pretty well. Um, and a number of them also asserted that they had seen Walters with the boy prior to the disappearance of Bobby. Okay. So that would mean if that, if Bobby hadn't disappeared and they'd seen him before that, that's not Bobby, right? Right. No, absolutely not. Right. So, um, but despite all of that, the court reached the, the determination that the boy was in fact Bobby Dunbar. Walters was convicted of kidnapping, which is like so sad. Wow. And the boy remained in the custody of the Dunbar family and lived out the remainder of his life as Bobby Dunbar. Wow. Isn't that bananas? Yeah. So, um, the DNA part, we're getting there. Yeah. So after the trial, the people of Poplarville, they welcomed Anderson and she began a new life there. And she married and had seven children. So holy shit. Like, wow. In her life, I'm assuming that means seven more children. Yeah, yeah. So she popped out 10 babies, which I guess in that time, you know, they were like, we don't live very long, so we better, like, procreate the fuck out of this. Right, and no birth control. So. That I mean, yeah, that's also true. Yeah. <laughs> Not a lot to do. No, no. Um. So according to her, like, um, descendants, she became a devout Christian. She helped to found a church. She and just found, she just found, found it. The... She just stumbled upon it. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> she f- helped to found a church, and she was a nurse and a midwife to the the small town of Poplarville. Okay. So I mean, ultimately, I mean, she kind of did okay, you know. Yeah. After yeah. All that she didn't completely like lose her shit, which I probably would have. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so but although, also, like, yeah. she stayed in the town that was near. That yeah. Oh, I didn't even think of that. You're right. So I think that beyond her getting a new life there, there was probably that underlying reason that's, as well. That's very true, and I think it does. This does put a little bit of like hope in humanity that she actually could find that. Like, not everybody yeah. was against her. Right. Exactly. So I mean, that probably just sort of became home to her, and she didn't have to work as like a a farm hand or whatever yeah yeah although her children indicated that her life was a happy one after settling down in poplarville she said that she spoke often of her lost son and the family always regarded him as having been kidnapped by the dunbars which is like so heartbreaking yeah so in 2008 one of anderson's sons hollis badass name by the way what is it Hollis, H-O-L-L-I-S. Yeah, that's a great name. That's a cool name. He recounted the story for This American Life, which I believe, is that a podcast? I think it is. I, maybe? I think it's like an, is that like the, that might be the NPR podcast thing. What is it, This American Life? Yeah. I'm going to look it up while you're, hold on. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, it's a weekly public radio program and podcast. Okay, cool. So Hollis, one of Anderson's sons, had, I guess, appear or, you know, spoke on that podcast. He told the story of how in 1944, so that's, what, 32 years later, Bobby Dunbar slash Bruce Anderson visited him at his place of business where they talked and Hollis's sister Jules had recounted a similar experience where the man who she believes to have been Dunbar came to the service station where she worked and talked to her for an extended period. Um, The Dunbar family also had a similar story, as told by Bobby Dunbar's son, Gerald. Family was returning home from a trip, and they passed through Poplarville when Bobby Dunbar said, those are the people they came to pick me up from. The Anderson family then... (gasps) had a brief visit with Dunbar. What? I know, wait, so I'm not quite understanding that part. Those are the people they came to pick me up from? So Bobby's, Bobby Dunbar's son, Gerald. Okay. Oh, okay, the family was returning from a trip, passed through Poplarville, and Bobby said, those are the people they came to pick me up from. Wow. So the Anderson... So like, yeah. So they, like 
he didn't see, he saw them in the town or just saw the town and knew, remembered it why can i not process this what's happening i right know now? i know so this was told gerald is saying that they were returning from a trip passed through poplarville and bobby dunbar said those are the people they came to pick me up from the Anderson family then had a brief visit with Dunbar. So after Walters had served two years of prison, I'm just wondering if maybe some more clarity will come. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, it sounds like he is talking about the Anderson family when he's saying that. You know, I wonder, did he think they were just trying to do him a favor by giving him up to this other family? Maybe. And didn't, I wonder, because that's that's what it's making that it sound That almost sounds like. like that, yeah. Yeah, like, it's almost like, oh, uh, they gave you know, they picked me up to, like, save me from this other life I may have had or something. Right. Yeah. That's interesting, though. Hmm. Um, so after Walter served two years of his prison term for the kidnapping, his lawyer was successful in appealing the conviction, and Walter was granted the right to a new trial. Citing the excessive cost of the first trial, prosecutors in the Louisiana town where this happened, that Opelousa's, declined to try him again and instead just released him oh good yeah i mean i guess well i mean if he's not really a kidnapper why does he need to be oh no yeah no i totally get that but like he still it's just the fact that he still had to endure that i think is so shitty. oh yeah yeah absolutely absolutely but yeah i mean at least he got to they just let him go yeah probably because they knew it was a crock of shit too yeah yep so after his release, um, Walters resumed the the lifestyle that he had before, kind of a traveling uh, fixer of pianos. So he died April 7th, 1945, and was buried in Pueblo, Colorado, beside his wife. Oh, I know. Uh, his grandchildren, the gr- oh, I'm sorry, the grandchildren of Walter's brother reported that during their childhood, he typically visited their grandfather a few times per year, and that during these visits, Walters always maintained his innocence regarding the kidnapping charge. Oh, that poor guy. Seriously, because like y- you get you get looked at as such like a perv, like yeah, yep, and just that that would really that that's really sad. It is so. The boy that was raised as Bobby Dunbar got married as well. He had four of his own children, and he died in 1966. Okay. So that makes him what? Like, oh, he wasn't even 60. Oh. Hmm. Um, so years after Bobby's death, one of his granddaughters, Margaret Dunbar Cutright, who's like a total badass, started investigating the case, and she poured through newspaper accounts, interviewed Julia Anderson's kids, and examined the notes and evidence presented by Walter's lawyer for his kidnapping trial and appeal. Although Cotwright had initially hoped to prove that her grandfather was a Dunbar, her research ultimately led her to doubt her belief. Oh, no. Yeah. In 2004, after an Associated Press reporter approached the family about the story, Bob Dunbar Jr., who who I guess is his son, right? A junior. Yeah. Consented, yeah. He, he consented to undergoing DNA tests, and the results showed that Dunbar Jr. was not related by blood to his supposed cousin, the son of Alonzo Dunbar, the Dunbar brother that was mentioned earlier when they were reunited. Oh my. There was no link between Dunbar Jr. and his cousin, who was, yeah, the younger Alonzo, who's the younger brother of Bobby. And since the DNA testing is conclusive, the fate of the real, well, unless he's a chimera, but I don't think that's the case. Yeah, I will not. But the fate of the real Bobby Dunbar remains unknown. Oh my, so these people just snatched up a baby and said it was theirs, essentially. It's so, so, so fucked up. Like, it is so, it's such, like, classist bullshit. Yep. And I don't even, you know, I don't even blame the Dunbar family as much because you have to think, like, they're, like, sick with grief. Yeah, but at the same time, It's still, it's wrong. It's wrong. You can tell it's not your kid. Like, do they have photos of what they actually look like? Yes, and I was gonna, I saved one to my phone. It's not very good, but I'll text it to you so you can look at it. I should have done that earlier. 
Yeah, I just am, like, very confused. I get that you're grieving, but does your grief literally blind you so much that you can't tell it's not actually your son? Here's the thing. That's what a fucking police system is for. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And that's what makes me so mad about this, is that the police, the reporters, like... None of them, because I just think the family is not going to be thinking straight in that situation and they want it to be their kid. Yeah, yeah, of course they want it. I don't know. But it, just... but the thing is, is like the, Walters, the, the guy that was driving this little Bruce around, he was picked up by the cops. So like, why are the cops doing that? Like, that's so fucked up to me. Yeah, I don't. Did you send me the picture? I just want to see if they even look alike. I am about to. I mean, yeah, this, it's not very clear i mean no i mean they, i don't think so they they have similar features i think it's very easy to tell that it's a different kid and i'm i'll have to go back to the article to know which one's which but it doesn't really matter i mean like the way their faces are they're at different angles so it's actually really hard to tell they do have similar features but like they have similar features but what little boy what two little boys of the same race don't yeah very true very you know true. what i mean like if they have the same color eyes and similar color hair it's a wrap I think I found another, some more pictures whenever I Googled. Yeah, let me see. This picture is a little bit of a better comparison because it's not as grainy. Oh, oh, okay. Well, it's... I mean, in that one, they do look alike. They don't look like the same kid. No, not at all. They do look alike, just not... What a weird fucking... All around mistakes were made here. <laughs> it's so... It. So I think I think some of the theories are that he the real bobby dunbar i i think he probably drowned in the lake and their little yeah. dynamite thing didn't work <laughs> yeah yeah because like i mean they wouldn't have divers i guess back then who knows like maybe a million different things could have happened to that kid yeah yep That's i'm actually a... i'm seeing if there's anything more about because one thing that bothered me about this story was that there's there's not really a resolution it's just like yeah you just don't know. Was this around the same time as um, the chicken coop murder? Um, you know what? I'm not sure. Right, what is that a theory? Maybe. I mean, it's probably not right because I. It's probably way different decades. My brain just went there because I'm thinking of Changeling. So that movie with Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. So um, the Win Winville chicken coop murders. I think yeah. So that was in 1928. So no, that really. Yeah, that, I think he'd have been too young then. Yeah, he would have. Well, it's not to say there wasn't another serial killer out there. Oh, for sure. And I mean, they were on a fishing trip. Like, kids and water. Like, Yeah, that, not a good mix. That just seems like the perfect scenario. That Yeah. Like, horrible scenario that would have happened. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, that's... Wow. I'm just looking to see... If there's anything. Yeah. Yeah, I just... I don't know, I just feel like a lot of mistakes were made, and I just don't understand, like, you're, I, I get that you're desperate, I really do, but at the same time, like, it is a classist thing, it is. Oh my, it's so messed up. field worker, we're taking her kid, you know. And it's like a, it's like a media thing where people just, they wanted this to be true, so that, like, yeah. made it true kind of thing. Yeah, wow. Well, very cool story, though. Wasn't, isn't that nuts? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I I want a resolution. I do too, and that's um. I actually I had I had meant to check to see like a little bit deeper to see if there was articles that I had read. I ultimately used those those two I mentioned because they had kind of the most detailed information. None of them had anything more than what did I say? Granddaughter got the DNA test, didn't match right. Alonzo's. But this does say it's likely that he went missing in the swamp. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the most logical, mm -hmm. you know. And when did they start cutting up? I almost said dinosaurs. I just want to let you know. <laughs> not that far. Not that. <laughs> not that old of a case. I was like, you know, those those scaly things in the swamp, dinosaurs, those things, those things. <clears throat> like, when did they start cutting up? I almost did it again. Alligators, like in relation to when he went missing. You so know, I it's think not like. I think it was pretty quickly. Um, okay, because it said that they the search was for eight months. So I mean, I don't I don't imagine that they waited very long. That's the, the impression that the articles gave me was that he went missing. It was reported, and then they were searching. So 
And I think it was also, they think they went on that vacation. Because I would imagine that if they're not from there, they probably would have wanted to get that done. You know, like it, look for it before the the family had to go home because it's not like they could communicate very easily right well it was just a Swayze Lake I don't know what in St. Landry so I don't know how far that is um they made it sound like they did they did get on the investigation pretty quickly okay yeah yeah I was just curious you know because it's not like I don't know the digestion process I guess is what was coming to mind why I asked that question I mean yeah and like who (laughs) knows like we've been watching we watched Tiger King right and like And like they, yeah. Um, I remember Tiger King, the Tiger King saying when they're talking about like Carol Baskin and um, maybe she killed her husband, which maybe meaning she probably did. Um, tigers have this these acidic stomachs where like you might not be able to find remains. I don't know. Maybe alligators have that. Or, I mean, if the search went on eight months, when in the process did they start doing that? Can I just say I really hope they so they reopened the case against Carol, by the way. Um I saw that. Fucking this crazy. Is a long ass episode. Sorry guys, we were going off the rails here. Oh my god, yeah, um, we are. Wait, is I it mean long? I don't care. Oh, it is it's long. It's fifty one minutes. Oh, oh well. shit. Enjoy. Enjoy. Tell us to shut the hell up. Just kidding. You're in quarantine. You have nothing better to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm hoping they find some kind of DNA evidence against her though, so that we can actually cover all of it because I just want to. And uh She's just way too specific about what she'd have to do to get a tiger to eat her husband. Oh, well, you I mean, you'd have to have, like, sardine oil. Oh, is that oh, right? Really? really? Do you know exactly how much? She'd probably be like, three cups, three, 3.45 cups. Yeah, just enough to slather him down, you yep. know, like, like you would baste a turkey. That's all you're doing. You're rubbing up, your rub up real good. Just base your husband and yep. then put him in the tiger cage. Um, and that's what we're doing today. So that's like, it's, there's just too much. Um, I saw one today that was like uh, Carol Baskin. And then like, you know, in, in quotes, like she's talking, keeping tigers in cages are bad. But here's my tigers in cages. <laughs> okay. See that? Like, so my fiance, he, he can just be so like intuitive and insightful because while I was watching this, I was like, I was like, okay, so Joe Exotic has this, these cages of these wild animals that shouldn't be there. Okay, Carol's saying, you know, that she, that she's trying to save, save these tigers, like, um, you know, give, give them like more of a sanctuary, not profit off them, which she obviously did. But, but then Joe, my fiance just goes, how is what she's doing different than what he's doing? And then I was like, yes, I was like, holy shit, I don't know. And then obviously as it, as it goes on. Um, yeah. You realize she's just as bad and batshit as everybody else. Right. Yeah. It, as it goes on, it's that becomes just like even more clear, but he picked up on that right away. Yeah. Also, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Saf uh, is transgender and they they address Saf as a she a lot, and it kind of bothers me. Oh, th- is that the um the guy who lost his arm? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh so. no! Wait. So what? What gender does that person identify as? I believe I read as male. Uh, but, so pronouns can be he, they. I believe. I but they be were were they calling were they calling him she? Yeah, and I don't know if maybe uh, they hadn't transitioned by then. But, oh um yeah so oh uh, that sucks though was either trans transgender identifying as male or non-binary i cannot remember huh. right now but like i just and i'm doing injustice to them now with that but like you know check pronouns because yeah but important. they were still like mis misgendering that yeah. person some some way yeah so hmm. yeah a lot of stuff's coming out about that um also, fucking Jeff posted a picture with his nanny. <laughs> oh, wait. That's remind like, me who Jeff is. Jeff is the dude who stole the park from Joe. The Vegas dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he... Uh, so, like, so many creepy wife, things. Lauren, yeah, his <laughs> wife, Lauren, him, their baby, and their nanny, who looks like exactly what you'd imagine their nanny would look like. Oh, well, okay, Just, was that... Was that the... Wasn't there, like, a picture that he... That he yeah, showed? I mean, was it that person? Was it her? 
No, 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 no. This is new because they just had that baby. So. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. She just looks. Uh, you're gonna have to Google it. I, uh, okay. I, I don't know how else to like. It's on their Facebook, but she just looks exactly like what you would. Um. Expect what you would their think? nanny. Probably like, like fake tits. Yeah, and I'm not body shaming, and I mean it in no way like that. But it you just know lo- that she that he wants someone with fake tits. Like you just know it's, it. You know that she's not here. I found it. Not just their nanny. <laughs> like, and again, I have no issue with polyamory. I have no issue with any of that. But like, at least give her the decency of not just calling her your nanny. I sent it to you. Oh God. Okay. She's beautiful. Like beautiful. But I'm just saying, like, there's no way that they aren't all in a relationship somehow. Well, and didn't, I mean, didn't Jeff say something like, what's the good of having a nanny if she's not good to look at or something? Oh, God, did he? I swear I remember him saying that. Ew. Ew. Well, that's the problem that I have. It's like, um, well, why can't it just be someone that maybe isn't who you don't find attractive but takes really good care of your baby? Like, Yeah, ab- absolutely. Absolutely. I didn't know he said that. I'd have been even more grossed out. Right. Yeah. No, I th- I'm but. pretty sure he did. So um, if I have to correct yeah. that next week, so be it. But I don't think I do. I'm pretty sure that's a thing. But yeah, I texted you the picture so you can. I oh, I'm, I'm looking at it. Yep, sure am. I like how he has um, an AirPod in his in his right ear too. Got it all about that uh that drip. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. As as the kids say. As as um. the youths <laughs> say. Yeah. So, um. We deviated a whole lot. Do you have a padded room? Do I? Oh, well, actually, I was just going to say that, um, so as a lot of you know, Rachel and I work together, and our one supervisor, well, I mean, all of them have been really trying to make sure that, like, we're okay and checking in during this, like, mm-hmm. weird time, and one of our supervisors has just been doing these, like, daily little things, like, she'll send a coloring sheet or whatever. Yeah, it's and, awesome. Yeah, it's, re- it's really cool, and it just... I, I know that they're really trying to support us, which is so nice. Um, but I liked the one today was like, send a funny video. Yeah. What did, did you send anything? Not yet. No. Okay. Well, I sent, I sent for my favorite show. Um, do you remember the Parks and Rec episode, the March 31st oh, one? Yeah. 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 April is my girl. Uh, yes. Yes, she is. And I sent that, um, that video where she schedules all of Ron's like 94 meetings for On a- March 31st. 31st. And then yeah. he goes, why? And she's like, because I didn't think it existed. And then she does the little, the little song, like 30 days, whatever it passed September, April, March. And then she, he's like, it's April, June. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's April, June. Then yeah. November, whatever that little rhyme yeah. is. Um, oh, so I just thought that I just like thought of that and yesterday was March 31st. 31st, so. yeah. Yeah, so I just thought that that I, I don't know. I've been I've just been trying to find the little things that make me No, that's cute. a little that's bit happy in this like weird world. So there's always that meme that goes around it's like describe yourself in three fictional characters. Yes. Um and I always say that I am April Ludgate, Louise Belcher, and Rose Nyland. Uh-huh. Um and a- like April is is my favorite and i took that there's a um a test going around right now that's like a personality test that's very in-depth for like hundreds of characters and i got april (laughs) i saw that and i love it yeah i was very excited so um but yeah i love parks and rec and um i love aubrey plaza and yeah just a great time that's awesome. Yeah, I did I did that quiz because I thought that was so cool. And I was a little bit sad because my my closest match was someone from Game of Thrones and I haven't watched that yet. Who is it? Oh, this this boy. Oh shit. Name some young male characters in that show. Samuel Tarley. Uh Jon Snow. No. Um Who the fuck else? Not Samuel Tarley. Um, uh, 
what's what's the boy, the seer? God, he's the main character. God, my br- I have the attention span of a fruit fly during this pandemic. I horrible. know, I do too. I'm looking to see if um, I can find it. Uh, oh, do you know? Uh, fuck, is this it? I don't know. Ah! Wait, give me the name. It may have been Bran Stark. Oh, really? But I don't, that might not have been the right person. I'm curious. You're going to have to take it again and send it to me. God damn it. All right, I will. Do you, uh, do you have, who are your three characters? Have you ever thought about it? Well, from that quiz, I would say that quiz was like super accurate. I just don't know the character from Game of Thrones. But um, I also got Miranda from Sex and the City. Okay. Um, I got, I got Lupin from Harry Potter. Yeah, I can see it. Which I'm totally fine with. But yeah, I mean, in my opinion, I think I've got a little bit of Leslie Nope. A little yeah. bit. Um, and then I think I've got a little bit of Dorothy Spornak. Kind of yeah. like sarcastic and a little like, yeah, I could, I yeah. think. Um, a little bit of Hermione Granger. That's a great yeah. question, though. Yeah, I really like that one. And I'm always shocked that I never have a Harry Potter character in there when I pick mine. But like, I just because of my gullibility and some of the shit I say, I am definitely Rose. I want to say that I'm, I am Dorothy, but I'm, I really would probably teeter more between Rose's being so naive and Blanche just having like the fucking gutter mind all the time. I think Um, though, like at, at work though, I could see a little bit more Dorothy, like, because you're just kind of like, let's just get like, let's get this shit. Like, let's get this going. Let's get, let's get stuff done. I could see that. Yeah, but I like in my everyday aspect. Of yeah, life, yeah. No, no, I'm not. I'm not that cool. Well, what about Luna Lovegood? I got her on mine. That makes complete sense. I got. I got a lot of Harry Potter characters. Actually, I got. I got Tonks. I got um, Lupin too. I had Sirius Black. You know who I was real upset I didn't have? Hmm. George Weasley. Why George? I love the twins. The twins are my favorite characters. I mean, why George and not Fred? I don't know. I've always, I've always loved George more than Fred. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't huh. know why. I just always have. Um, because I'm not going to get into a rabbit hole of Harry Potter personality traits right now um, and a character dive. But George, George is my favorite. Okay. Fair enough. So maybe a different day. All right. But um, I, I really don't have anything for the padded room. I am just trying to make it day by day. Okay. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, so I think that was good. We talked about personalities of characters. There you go. That's my padded room. The April Ludgate thing is my padded room. I was excited about that. Well, listen, I'm all I'm all about it. No, I really like that. I love personality quizzes and like yeah. I love that shit. So when you posted that, I was all over it. Yeah, yeah. Do you gotta take the full one? It's like thirty five questions. I think I did. Yeah, you gotta redo it and send it because I need to know. <laughs> Shit. All right. Yeah, I do. And like, is there a way to like save your answers? I'm not sure. You might be able to email it to yourself. I just screenshotted everything because I'm lazy. I am also lazy. Okay, I'll try it. Yeah, I'll do so, it again. All right. I'm excited. Cool. So sorry this was so long and we just bullshitted a whole lot. I feel bad for the skippers because you know what? I'm not sorry because you don't have anything to do right now. So just fucking listen to this hour and four minute podcast. We don't have anything to do right now. So listen to us. That's also true. (laughs) I think that's why it was so long because we're so fucking bored. Well, and we haven't had like human connection other than like our spouses. Yeah. And I rarely get that. So. Right. Yeah. You guys are like on opposite. An essential worker. (laughs) Meh, meh, meh. Yeah, and the time that I get with mine is him complaining about being an essential worker. <laughs> yeah, same. Fucking same. So Which I get. I totally understand. Oh, yeah, that. I do too. I do too. It's... A lot of it's me complaining about him being an essential worker. <laughs> yeah, and I and like if anybody's listening that is an essential worker and is not able to have the like for real like luxury and privilege yeah. of working at home, I hope you're doing okay and stay safe stay safe and like bleach your hands every day yeah and we're thinking of you because you know yeah 
Thank you. This blows. I like I ordered uh, Instacart the other day before the strike because I didn't realize that they were not treating their employees properly. Um, And I got Instacart and I had left like a really big tip and I wrote on the thing. Um, thank you for all that you do and please stay safe. Like in the notes where it says delivery notes. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, so bad. That's um, so nice. So at our San as a, uh, the city of Pittsburgh sanitation, like so you know, garbage collectors were yeah. on strike. I don't know if you saw that, but um so last week, like our we just the streets were fucking gross because how dare they want like gloves and masks and hazard pay. Right. Right. Yeah. That's ridiculous. <sighs> One last thing I have to say before we're done and I'm going to, it's just real quick. I've seen a lot of people posting about how they are tipping on their to-go orders now. And they usually don't tip on their to-go orders because they're not paying for the, the service that they usually Tip get. your fucking workers. Tip them. I want to fucking go through the roof when I see people say they don't tip on to-go orders. Because here's the fucking thing. One, if you've never worked in food service, you don't know how that shit fucking works. Yeah, if you never have, you're lucky. Fuck you. And during a normal time when it's not a pandemic and the fucking uh, restaurant is open, that server still has tables they have to take care of while they're taking your order, while they're prepping your salad and your soup and your drinks and whatever else you fucking ordered. And then they have to gather it all, put it all together in the bag. Like they are still giving you service while they have to take care of their other tables too. And so get you paid $4 tipping. an hour or whatever the fuck. Two thirty-five. That's wow. That is so, that's lower than when I was a server. Two thirty-five an hour is all that is legally required in the state of Pennsylvania. Oh, I was also in Ohio, so I don't know. Maybe I was better, but that's fucking bullshit. Yep. Tip your people, goddammit. And, and and tip on your to-go orders fucking always. And always tip your fucking waitress. I don't give a shit if she was pissed or she was rude. You have no idea what she's dealing with. And right before you, some customer was probably a jackass to her. And that's why she's rude. We all have off days. If you go to work and you're a dickhead, your boss can't go... Well, guess what, Tommy? I'm only paying you two thirty-five an hour because you're being an asshole. Think about it that way. You're entitled to your full seven twenty-five, which is still fucking horseshit, or fifteen, whatever you make. That server only gets two thirty-five if you don't tip them. And half the time, the managers make them claim that they make enough on their tips, even that's, if they don't. Yeah, that's complete. They do, and and like honest to God, if like. I mean, we don't have a super huge following, but if you don't like what was just said, I don't fucking care. Don't listen to Yeah, I really to don't either. I, I don't, really don't either, because that's you're that's not the kind of person. You're not the kind of person I would want to associate with. And if you can, if, you, if, if you're if you fortunate enough to be able to do this, fucking tip 100% right now. I mean, I know that's yeah. great. Like, I know that's a lot. And obviously, if you have, like, a family of four or something, like, you're probably not going to tip another $60. But if it's just you or if it's just you and your spouse or significant other or what the fuck ever, and you're only yeah. paying 20 25 bucks anyway for a couple things just like tip extra because right now shit is really scary and those people are handling like your spittle and your germs and shit and they're not healthcare workers with and even healthcare workers don't have the supplies so like waitresses and shit especially don't have the supplies and if people aren't eating in that's less money they're getting so just fucking tip them and tip them well thank you for coming to our ted talk (laughs) yeah sorry yeah i just i I just was blown away when I kept seeing people post that and I was just getting really increasingly angry. So, um, fucking tip. K K. Yeah. That is uh, like, that is not a suggestion. That's a fucking order. (laughs) And like, I mean, my fiance and I, we are so fortunate that we do have jobs. Like I, I can work at home and he can work in a kind of more limited capacity, but still is working, you know, but some people don't, so just fucking tip the people that need it. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah, because they're they <laughs> are essential right now. Yeah, I know. Sorry, we're getting like real into it. We have nothing else to do, with people. So no, sorry. I'm I have a lot of rage in my small little body. <laughs> There's remind me to send you the tattoo parlor TikTok because it's really good. Okay, I'm like obsessed with TikTok because I have nothing else to do. Right. So yep. just um, don't do it. Really if you good. learn a fucking TikTok dance, I'll kill you. Oh, too late. We're already there. Oh, my fuck. (laughs) I'm just fucking kidding. No, absolutely not. Oh, Jesus. All right, good. No. Nope. Um, But yeah, so, okay, thanks for coming to our TED Talk about tipping your servers because you fucking should. And if Um, you don't, then don't fucking listen to this. I don't want (laughs) you here.
fucking leave i don't we're unless, gonna have like three wait, listeners now <laughs> let me let me go back and backtrack unless you are in a country where tipping is not custom and your servers get paid equally <laughs> oh yeah obviously i'm only talking about these idiot americans that don't tip not you guys yeah not <laughs> your country is doing like the right fucking thing not yeah I sh- we probably should have clarified that at the beginning if tipping is not customary for you um in your country then don't do it but still tip when you come to america because it ain't cuss it's you know we don't get paid shit here i want that's the title of this episode is tip your service workers or whatever yeah i'm down that's a good that's a good title tip your fucking servers thank you in parentheses like as long as you're like in america or other places that (laughs) underpay for tipped people anyways did you see the shade that uh i think it was norway threw at us that was like unless you're in a country with terrible infrastructure like the United States when they sent out an order to their uh, their citizens about COVID. <laughs> um, we deserved it. We did. I just was like, ooh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> did, it, did you all feel that bitch slap? Well, we yeah. deserved it. Yep. So. God. Hey, sorry. These episodes are going to be deeper, I guess. Our bad, y'all. I'm not apologizing. <laughs> oh. Oh no, I'm I'm, I'm not bored and I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bored and I'm filled with rage. <laughs> oh my god, Terry's gonna be like, "Why is your fucking friend screaming into the goddamn microphone?" Oh my god, I know. Sorry, Terry, you rock. We suck. He's like, she's at a fucking pitch where only the dogs can hear her. It's cool because a couple times I'm pretty sure I whispered and you couldn't hear a fucking thing I said. So well, I made up for it. Yes, my screaming. Yeah. Thanks. Um, all right, yeah, we're gonna be done before we go to an hour and a half. Yep, okay. Um, Okay. Bye. Bye. Wash your hands.